Episode 59. Courage Chat 4. Get out of my way. Hey! Hello, I'm Lisa. Welcome to Truly Madly Smiley, the popular podcast for busy wild hearts who are curious, creative, and on a mission to find their own kind of happy. Have we met before? I'm sometimes called the Smiley Coach. But really, I'm more of a smile-spreading, storytelling, magic-making, daydreaming, lifelong-learning, rain-loving, wise, sensitive wild heart. Got that? And I want nothing more and to see you smile. You won't find happiness out there. It lives inside of you. So it's time. It's your time. Pop in your earbuds, place your hand on your heart, take a deep breath in and smile. Are you ready? That's it. Let's begin. love that get out of my way that makes me feel really strong and powerful get out of my way i'm in control i'm determined remember that wild heart will that strong will welcome to courage chat four today we're going to talk about what keeps our belief and our courage scores low can you guess what it is yet At the end of today's chat, you'll be one step closer to reaching your goal. This is how we do it, everybody. We can do hard things. Yep, yep, yep. Repeat after me. We can do hard things. Yes, we can. How do we do it? Step by step. There's no rush, no pressure, no drama. The sky is not falling on our heads. How do we treat ourselves? With absolute kindness like we would a friend. And how do we keep moving forward? By making it fun. So are you ready? Are you ready to find out what keeps our belief and our courage scores low on the down low? Oh, I can't do a low voice. Hold on. Low. I'm going to tell you about the time that I overcame my fear of public speaking. That's the word. It's fear. It's fear that stops us. But what is fear? Fear is something we're scared of. We're afraid. We panic. It all feels too much. What are you really scared of? You're scared of your feelings. You're scared of feeling your feelings, aren't you? Tell me how it feels when you're afraid. How does it feel in your body when you're nervous or worried or scared? My tummy gets butterflies when I'm nervous. When I'm scared, my chest feels tight. Sometimes if I'm really scared, it feels like someone's kneeling on my chest. Um, I get a bit sweaty. My cheeks go red. What about you? We have to try and remember to keep our calm space. How do we connect back to our calm? Hand on heart. That's it. Well done. Could it just be that we have to accept that when we step out of our comfort zone, that fear is what comes up? Can we just accept that that is a fact and there's nothing wrong and there's nothing to worry about? Uh, no pun intended. 
and that it's okay because we we face fear head on with more courage and more belief than we've ever done before. You can do that, can't you? And is there any real danger as you move step by step closer towards your goal? Feeling afraid is a normal response to being in a dark room, especially if you've never been in that room before, right? So instead of making yourself wrong or judging yourself, you can't do it, you're rubbish, everyone else is better than you. That's actually not true. Maybe your body is just doing what it's made to do and your brain is where all the fears start. Are there really lions and tigers or sharks that are going to eat you up, gobble you up? No. Is the sky falling on your head? Is anybody in trouble? No, of course not. But our brain wants to keep us safe and wants us to stay in our comfort zone. So when we try to achieve our goal, it comes up with all the hairy, scary, horrible lies and it's just doing its job. So really what stops us is the thoughts that we think. And that's what fear is. Fear is a bunch of thoughts and fear actually stands for false evidence appearing real. Because thoughts are not facts, are they? They're simply thoughts and they're not true and they can be changed. When you start thinking, what if I can't do it yet? It's the yet. You can't do it yet. Or it might go wrong. You don't know if it's going to go wrong. You don't know because it hasn't happened yet. And that's why I asked you to draw that picture of you achieving your goal and tapping into all of those really positive feelings when you make it. And your brain will always, always, always focus on the negative things that might go wrong. And you'll always have fearful thoughts. So your job is just to manage the fearful thoughts. You've got to expect that. But Smiley, I don't know. No, that's right. You don't know. You don't know what's going to happen. Right. And when you don't know, that can feel scary, but it can also be exciting because you can have fun learning how to do it. So my goal that I've drawn on the other side of my river is to go to a school and talk to lots of children about my book, Stuck Between Two Worlds. How many of you don't like putting your hand up or speaking in front of groups of people, or speaking in front of the class? Yep, yep, me too. I'm totally with you. And I used to hate that at school. And as an adult, it's something that still scares me. And I want to test myself. I'm going to take it as a challenge. I'm going to prove to myself that I can do it, that I'm bigger than my fears. Public speaking, by the way, is one of the top fears after flying snakes, dogs and needles. Because you see, everyone is scared of something. And that's what makes you a lovely human. A lovely wild heart human. So it's great that we're learning and understanding how to manage it now, isn't it? There's nothing wrong with being afraid. It's okay to be afraid. Everyone gets afraid. And it's okay if we we get panicky feelings. However we feel is okay, as long as we trust and believe ourselves to be able to take charge of that. I'm scared to do the talk straight away because I think it feels like too big a leap and even maybe a stepping stone is is too big. So I'm going to break it down into even smaller steps, break it down. So one stepping stone could become five mini stepping stones to get me to the next one, as long as I keep stepping forward. Because sometimes we get frozen in fear, we freeze. So if I think about well, what's the next thing I've got to do to do the talk, well, I've got to sit down and write the talk. And I'm like, oh, God, I, I just freeze. I, I, I don't want to do it. So I go, right, the next step is I'm going to sit down. I'm just going to sit down. So I sit down. That's a mini stepping stone. Do you see? And the next step is 
I'm going to open my laptop. Mini stepping stone. Mini, mini, mini. Break it down. That's what the stones are for. As much as you like, whatever feels comfortable. Now, one of the things that I find helps when you're going to go and do something is to do a smaller version rehearsal where you feel safe and you act as if it's real. And it gives you a chance to notice how all the fear comes up and all the brain drama kicks off and you get to practice and become an expert feeling fear and not letting it scare you. Don't get spooked. And if you get spooked, you'll know how to unspook yourself. So let's say you're going on a sleepover and your fear is that you won't be able to say goodnight to your mum and dad. You're worried about that. And you you could make a camp in another room away from your bed and go to bed for one night without saying goodnight. (laughs) Now, if that's one stepping stone too far, bring it back a bit and say, well, we're going to do it in the day when it's light. And then we can talk about how we feel with the parent after we've practiced it. So we don't go the whole night without seeing them. Although we do do that anyway, but we need to say goodnight first. Now, what about if you've got to stand up to a a frenemy or a mean friend or have one of those really tricky conversations? Write it out first. Practice your lines and then say in front of the mirror or role play it with somebody you like and trust. How can you break down your goal into smaller steps? So I've asked you to draw eight stepping stones on your river picture, but you might not need all of those or you might need more and it doesn't matter how many you need. You just need to keep working your way towards the other side of the river. It does help, though, if you can do a rehearsal, because then you can experience that fear in a safe place and learn that you can actually be in charge of that. Right. So back to my public talking, I I talk to my steering wheel on long car journeys. It's all coming out now, isn't it? And I've been pretending that I'm on a cooking channel making my dinner for everyone and getting used to doing it to a fake audience. Yeah, I have. Have you ever done that? Made out that you're a YouTube presenter? Yeah, you have. I've seen you do it. And I've done that repeatedly over and over and over again. And then I upped it a level and I started to record the videos on my phone so I could watch myself back and improve upon that. And then I went on social media to do live videos. And the first few times I did it, guys, it felt awful. I'm not going to lie to you. Everything felt out of control. I felt like I didn't know what I was doing. But you know what? How I felt inside my body wasn't how it looked when I watched it back on the replay. So how you think you look and what you actually look like are totally different. When I watched myself back, I couldn't even tell how nervous I was. Remember, nobody knows what's going on inside your body and inside your head. That's your own private space and no one, no one knows. If you're scared of putting your hand up in class, so your belief might be a seven because you know how to raise your hand and you know how to talk. You do know how to do those two things, don't you? (laughs) I hope you do. But where is your courage? Your courage might be low, say a three or a four, because how willing are you to try, even if you get the answer wrong? Why are you so afraid of getting it wrong? You can up your courage by being willing to get it wrong and step out of your comfort zone. And every time you put your hand up in class, you leap onto the next stepping stone and the fear dissolves. 
by the way, try and be kinder to yourself. You know, we said like, like you would treat a friend. Don't beat yourself up for being human who's still learning. If you're not making mistakes, you're still in your comfort zone and nothing exciting happens there. It is dull. And it's okay not to know the answers and it's good to flex your courage muscles and use your brain and try. Courage comes from trying, from effort, from taking action. When we take action and move across the stepping stones, we get more and more confident and that fear really does dissolve. But we must take action and move forward no matter how tiny the step is. Let's say you're putting off your maths homework. So your belief might be low because you tell yourself that you're no good at maths And your courage might also be low because you're like, oh, maths is so boring and you're not willing to try. And you're not really interested in maths and you keep telling yourself it's not your thing. And so your courage stays low. That keeps you inside of your maths comfort zone and you don't get to be any better at maths because you have a belief that you're no good at maths. You're choosing to stay there. That's your choice. Did you see that you were doing that? So you could say to yourself, all I have to do is get my maths book out and sit down. That's a mini step. All I have to do is pick up my pen and open my book. That's another mini step. At this point, I usually set a timer for things I really don't like doing. I'll say, right, I've got to do this thing for 20 minutes and really try big time courage, loads of courage. And after 20 minutes, I'm well into it and I'm doing it. And yeah, it's not my favorite thing, but I want to get it done. And I start thinking about how proud I will feel and I can see the other side of the river and I know how it's going to feel when I get there. You know, like on sports day when you're running the race and you're near the finish line and everyone's cheering you on. Yay. And you can see the finish line in sight. You know, you're going to make it. You just know you're going to get there. You know, once I start to feel that proud feeling and, you know, I know how relieved I'm going to feel when I make it there and I'm near the other side of the river. I could just take those last few stepping stones, do those really quickly. And that's a really good thing to do for chores as well and for tidying up. Do those things first, get them out of the way. Don't let them hang over you and put them off. We do that, don't we? When we, when we believe that we can't do something, we, we put it off and that's a lie. We can actually do chores, but we just don't like doing them. But you can do it. Listen, I've come to accept that I'm no mathematician and that's okay because that's not where my passion is. And so long as I can add up and do basic maths and I'm willing to keep trying, have the courage, I know I'll be okay. I don't have to be the best at everything and neither do you. Don't put yourself under pressure. Just enjoy learning as much as you can and be good at the things you love and that matter to you back to the public speaking. When I was 11, I was asked to give a talk to my whole class about anything I wanted. Now stay with me because this is a really good example of facing your fears with zero courage and zero belief. And that might be you. So I want you to listen because even if you have zero courage and zero belief, you can still move out of your comfort zone. I could talk. I mean, come on, do I ever shut up? No. But maybe where I didn't have any belief was that I could talk to a room full of people. I had zero courage because I wasn't prepared to fail. I wasn't prepared to try and fail. Failing to me was making a fool of myself or people having horrible thoughts and judgments about me. I was terrified of standing in front of the whole class and feeling so vulnerable and getting it wrong. 
I practiced it for hours. My heart was racing. I thought it was going to come out of my chest and my breathing was short and raspy right up in my throat. And I'd gone into my panic zone. I had my panicky pants on. Zero belief that it was possible. Zero courage. My fears were totally the boss of me. These little thoughts inside my head had taken over and were running the show. I also had zero choice. Or so I thought. My teacher was making everybody in the class do it and I couldn't back out. And I didn't want to let my teacher down. So I guess my choice was, you know, how do I want to feel about this? Do I want to give it a go? Do I want to believe in myself and do I want to try? Do I want to have courage? But I didn't know that at the time. So even though I had zero belief and zero courage, I just did it. I mean, look at how big my fear was. It was like I was standing on that side of the river. I didn't even know that I had stepping stones and I thought I was going to drown. What do you think I was scared of? What did my fears say? In the next Courage Chat, we're going to break it down and look at my fears. And then we're going to look at your fears and see how they're holding you back. I'll see you in the next chat. Bye for now. If you like that episode, remember to tell all your friends. Spread the smiles for miles and miles. Don't keep the secrets to yourself. Yourself.